Hello F1 fans and welcome to F1 On and Off the Track with Kim Illman. You can see his photos at ProStarPicks.com or follow him on Instagram at Kim Illman. My name is Adrian and in this episode we're talking about the Singapore GP that just happened last weekend. How was it, Kim? Well, it was amazing. It, uh, it was very hot, as it always is in Singapore. Uh, it's a long race. It went the full two hours and, uh, and I'm talking to you right now uh, from Moscow where it's three degrees, grey skies having come from 33 with uh, probably 90% humidity. Do you have to pack a, like completely two different sets of gear for hot and for cold? <laughs> no, I stupidly had no idea what I was doing. I've got one long sleeve jumper and uh, when I got on the plane yesterday, because I had to race from the track, it was a real sprint to get because I had an, uh, an evening flight just after midnight and the race didn't finish till 10 past 10. So I, I went out in my t-shirt and I had a spare t-shirt and uh, I've got a pair of jeans. So I get here and it's three degrees. So I've had to dig out one of my um, rain jackets, which I happen to have in my carry-on luggage for the walk to the, uh, the taxi. But anyway, um, I've probably dressed rather poorly for this climate and I've packed mainly for hot weather. But don't worry, I will be fine. Yes, we'll get to talking about Russia towards the end of this episode. But for now, how was the turnout in Singapore and how was, how was the whole event? Busy. It just gets so hot in the middle of the afternoon that come um, sunset time, it's such a welcome relief and the temperature drops a few degrees. But uh, Thursday Thursday was great, um, great media day, a little bit happening. Look, ask me questions about my Instagram stuff and jolt my memory because so much happened on the weekend and I don't want to get too out of order. Well, firstly, in regards to your Instagram, I noticed that a lot of your followers were thanking you for meeting them. Did you meet a lot of your fans this time? Oh, that was so funny. There was uh, going out on Thursday night, there's 150 odd people waiting outside the swipe gates for all their drivers. And I must have had 20 people shout out hello. And um, yeah, that's, you know, it's not something I've ever really been used to. I think just over the last three races, there's um, a number of people who recognize either the hat or the name on my shirt. It's a bit of a giveaway, I guess. But yeah, great to meet those people. Some of them wait there all day for their drivers. And I took a few pics and put them up and some of them even purchased them online. Well, talking about the race, did you shoot Park Ferme this time? Yeah, actually, I, I planned to. And I, I got down there with uh, about half an hour to go. And I thought, I'll just queue in here for 25 minutes, 30 minutes to get a good spot. But there's about 40 people in this corridor. It's about 38 degrees. There is no air conditioning. There is no airflow. There's a whole lot of sweaty, smelly men and women in there. And it just got too oppressive. So after five minutes, I thought, listen, I'll be lucky to get a park Fermi shot, um, given that I have to duck off to the airport so quickly. So I went out the back to the FIA garage and waited for the non-podium finishers to come out. And I uh, had a very funny moment with Nico Hulkenberg, who, who I really enjoy shooting and uh, over the weekend, I had two lovely shots of him where he just does funny stuff for me. And he doesn't do it for too many others, I don't think. But I, I tend to get singled out. And um, after the, the race, he's sitting down. I'm taking shots of him having water poured over his head because they come out and they're, they're buggered, obviously. And then he says, Ilman, Ilman, shouts out, Ilman, Ilman, take a photo of me eating this Snickers bar. And I don't know why he <laughs> needed a photo of him eating a Snickers bar. But it's a good pick. And uh, it. It's another one to add to my collection of funny photos of the um, same German driver. Well, in regards to photos of drivers, how much forethought does it take to get photos of drivers like Lewis? There was a photo where you got him looking directly at you, but because he was trying to avoid some other people? That's right. He comes out on his scooter from the hospitality suite and he makes the 30-metre trip uh, on his scooter. And I could see him come out 
and he luckily stopped to sign an autograph, which gave me a little bit of time to position. So I shot side onto him, um, but he was heading towards probably about a dozen photographers all waiting for him. And obviously there's a lot of them, so he tends to look away from the majority. And of course I'm the minority in the right spot and he's looking pretty much straight at me, a little bit over my head. But uh, oftentimes, and this is an interesting thing with photography, you, you see a driver um, and the first thing I do is I don't look at the driver, I get an idea of where he's going. I look straight at my camera and I look at what my settings are and I, I start walking backwards to give myself a little bit more time. And then I have to work out where the people are who are going to get in the way. So I've got to look for a gap in traffic or I've got to put something behind him. I might have to go low to shoot up so I get sky behind him and not... Um, a whole lot of people because ideally you want to separate your subject from everything else and make it a clean image so that the viewer knows what it is they're actually looking at. Daniel Ricardo's beard seemed to be a bit of a talking point at the start of this race. It was. It was very thick on Thursday and there was much talk about it. And then Friday morning, first shot of the morning I take of him, I noticed, bang, almost all of it gone, just back to a little bit of stubble. I had a chat with his um, trainer, Michael. He used to set out too hot. And um, somebody also mentioned that it might be a bit more aerodynamic, but I don't think that really matters. But certainly if you're going to be sitting inside a car in that heat for two hours on race day and then an hour and a half and an hour and a half and an hour with the other sessions, that's uh, that's got to come into play if, if you're not used to having a thick beard and sitting inside a helmet. It was also announced at this race that Robert Kubica is leaving Williams at the end of the year. Yeah, and he made the announcement in the press conference, which doesn't often happen. Normally you get advance notice of that or uh, the team makes that announcement. But yeah, that was, it was quite uh, interesting to hear that come from him. I got a lovely photo of him going to the grid yesterday with a towel over his head. The grid was hectic as usual. I love shooting it. Uh, I, I, look, I did come across some amazing women at this race. There seemed to be an abundance of them. And my women of the paddock post on Instagram will go up on uh, Monday afternoon Moscow time. The quality of women down in the paddock was fantastic. Some beautifully dressed ladies. Uh, one in particular, uh, a stunning lady from Norway. I think she's from Norway. Ariana Pierce. She was hilarious. She made this beautiful hat and she was on fire. I believe you also got a shot with Nico's partner, who doesn't often show up. Lovely Egley, uh, also known as Sunny. And she's a real character. I, I sort of, this is often the way I find out things. I see pictures of them on their Instagram pages of uh, at Marina Bay Sands, perhaps. And I think, okay, well, she's in town. I'll keep a lookout for her. And look, it's hard to miss her. She's quite a stunner. And uh, the two of them walked in together one morning, and I, I had to hide a little bit um, because if I fear if he sees me, he tends to separate from her quickly, uh, either just as a joke or I'm not even sure why. So I, I had to hide behind some people, get my camera settings right, then pop out. And I got a few frames and uh, they were reasonably close together and she was smiling. But um, the next day, I got a lovely shot of her coming out of uh, the hospitality suite, pointing at me and winking. And I made a little uh, gif, you know, winking on, winking off sort of thing. And um, yeah, I thought that was a, a nice little thing to put up on Instagram because it uh, had a lot of cut through. And people love seeing driver's partners oftentimes i think what's the point of putting up a car photo when you get double the engagement from something as simple as a, a beautiful woman that goes out with the driver i noticed that pierre gasly was giving you some rude signals <laughs> well look uh, i think you have to look at his face he was doing it in jest it was during the driver's parade and they just finished their lap and they were coming back onto the main straight and he saw me crouch low shooting him and he gives me the finger the middle finger and 
smiling uh, at the same time. And I was very lucky to get it. It was, uh, I think I got one frame and then stopped shooting. And then I realized when I took my camera away from my eye that yes, indeed, he was giving me the finger. He had this cheeky grin on his face. But I also got a lovely picture of him and his girlfriend, Kate, at the back of the garage, really relaxed, laughing, carrying on. And look, you don't get to see that that often. And going back to um, Nico and Eglay, there was an opportunity there after Quali where he was walking back down the paddock and I was in the paddock. And I knew she was probably 20 metres in front. He was coming towards her. And I thought, right, I'm going to set up because I reckon he's going to go to her, give her a big hug and a kiss, and that'll be a, a, the money shot. But no, I was out of luck. He just simply walked straight into the hospitality suite, didn't say anything, didn't even acknowledge her. F1 On and Off the Track is presented by ProStarPix.com. Stunning F1 photos live from the track, searchable and downloadable for personal or editorial use. Head to ProStarPix.com at the end of this podcast. I believe Lando's trainer tried to jump in on a photo as well. Yeah, oftentimes you'll get John Mark. Uh, yeah, oftentimes you'll get John Malvin, his trainer, and uh, Mark Berryman walk either side of Lando, and they walk together because a, a threesome. And uh, often then Lando will stop and sign an autograph, and the other two will go ahead a little bit. So I shot uh, with the two guys in the foreground and Lando in the middle in the background. John's sticking his head in uh, to the shot with a big beaming grin on his face, which is the sort of stuff I like because. I look at some of the photos, and particularly of um, Lance Stroll and Kevin Magnussen, and there's not much joy on their faces. And sometimes I wonder, do they really love it? And I'm sure they do, but um, yeah, I really want to see a bit of humour, a, a bit of emotion in, in the shots that, um, that I end up putting up online and certainly that I take. But I, when I say that I don't see Lance smile too much, I did get a shot of him last night walking down to um, the grid. And he did have uh, quite a lovely smile on his face. And I asked him, because he had one of those cooling vests on, I said, do you wear that during the race? And he said, no, no, just, just wear it now. Oh, and on another matter, I spotted Mark Arnold, Kimi Raikkonen's trainer, coming from the garage to the hospitality suite after uh, one of the sessions on Saturday. And he had Kimi's dirty laundry with him, race boots, suit, etc. And I stopped quickly and I got a nice picture of it. And I said, does he wear a different suit each session or one for the whole weekend? He says, look, normally... The whole weekend, he'll go through one suit, but because it's so hot and sweaty in Singapore, they'll go through three. And oftentimes, particularly after a, a race, they come out and, and being a white suit, which Alpha is, it's just covered in black marks everywhere. So it's a pretty violent sort of thing, having to thrash around that car for a couple of hours in that heat. So did you shoot any of the press conferences for the drivers? Yeah, I did shoot one of the press conferences, and I remember it because Lewis was talking about, given the haze and the dirt in the air... Um, he said, look, normally, just with a normal race in Singapore, when you finish the race and you get out of the car and you blow your nose, what comes out is just amazing array of crap and dirt. And that's something I'd not, not thought of because, look, you can certainly feel that, that dust and dirt when they come past the first lap. I shot the start at turn one, and even though I'm a long way off the racing line, once that car, those cars pass you, you feel this vortex of air come through and it's filled with dust and dirt. So Sochi's next. How are you getting ready for that? Well, I'm going to get to the hotel today and have some sleep, I think. It's just grey, grey, grey in Russia. And who would have thought 57 k's from the airport to the city is going to take me all of 90 minutes, but it is. Uh, so I've got a couple of days here and then head on Wednesday to Sochi, I liked Sochi last time. I stayed in the city, but this time I'm staying out near the track. 
And uh, the beauty of that is that you can walk to and from the track from the hotel, which is handy. But look, I like the track. There's a, a fairground there with a roller coaster and Ferris wheel, I think, um, that you can feature in the shots. Uh, the paddock is nice. The media center is fantastic. There are some shots that I know I can get. And it's Russia. It's something completely different. Whereas in Singapore, I've got an office in Singapore, so I tend to understand the culture a little bit. And it's a nice place to be. It's tropical, of course, but this is completely different. Although they always say that Sochi is not really Russia. It's it's more Riviera sort of thing. But um, yeah, uh, Thursday's media day and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then once again on Sunday, I've got the quick sprint back to the airport because I could only get a flight back uh, late on Sunday night after the race, but I'll at least be able to stay for Park Ferme. And it was great news yesterday, too, to see Vettel had a win. I don't think we mentioned that, but, uh, mm. yeah, that'll do his confidence plenty. And there's been a bit of whining about Charles's chat on the radio, but, uh, yeah, he was a little bit disappointed. The strategy got him caught out. Yeah, uh, Maybe he'll bounce back this weekend. But I, I tell you what, it was interesting. Once again, I got to shoot Lewis Hamilton coming out of the FIA garage after the race. And I've only seen that twice. It's not often that he's not on the podium. Finding it a little bit tricky at the moment with Ferrari's recent run of good form. Are there any signature shots or backgrounds at the Russian track? Yeah, and I took one at the start of, um, not last year, the year before's uh, race, where there were mountains in the background with snow on them. So the air quality is pretty good down there. And you can see the mountains on a good day and to have snow on the top. I don't think there's another race that we see snow-covered mountains, except Monza. I think, yes, Monza, I did see a shot with some, some mountains in the background that looked like they had snow on them, but this is certainly a better shot than the Monza one. Thank you very much, Kim. Enjoy your time in Russia. I will do as instructed, mate. Oh, and just quickly, Adrian, I should jump in and tell you that somebody <laughs> asked me the other day, who is this Adrian that we hear on these <laughs> uh, podcasts? So you are, you are gaining notoriety amongst some F1 people. Well, thank you very much, listeners. Kim's the real real uh, talent here. To see any of the photos we've talked about today, head over to ProStarPix.com or KimIllman.com. You can also stay updated by following Kim on Instagram at KimIllman. If you like what you heard today, please give us a review and remember to hit subscribe to stay posted for our next episode. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you on and off the track. F1 on and off the track was presented by ProStarPix.com. Stunning F1 photos live from the track Searchable and downloadable for personal or editorial use. ProStarPix.com. Head there now.